Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Ann Orland's Weekly Weather. In, in New York City, but today I'm broadcasting from St. Petersburg, Florida. I apologize for the early air yesterday. Um, I had an early morning flight, so I caught the flight, and I got and then went shopping for Christmas dinner, and <laughs> went over to visit my dad and Peggy, and then uh, put him to bed around eight, came back here, fell asleep on the couch. And then I woke up around 4 in the morning and I went, oh, my God, it's Monday now. And I went, wow, I completely forgot about this show because I was doing all that other stuff. So I apologize. Um, here we are bright and early uh, Monday morning because I woke up about a half an hour ago doing the show. Wish you a Merry Christmas. And hopefully you can thank you to tune in. Uh, and if you did, apologies. Uh, normally I do a kind of interesting um, and I want you to be very conscious this week, okay? We've got uh, Chiron and degrees of Pisces, which is all about emotion and healing and where we're wounded. And we did talk about Chiron last week, so I'm not going to go on a great length about him this week. Um, but his point is he's a soul He travels between Saturn and Uranus when he was discovered in 17, 1977. Nope. And that's when we started saying people were differently handicapped. Um, but he where we're feeling some deep energy, some feel some sadness of some sort. So our job with Chiron is to know, okay, that's the wound. Now, last week, a couple weeks ago, he stationed and went direct. A lot of people were rolling on the ground with that one two Sundays ago. Um, and I've been now, this week, what's happening is Mars is going to come along, and as Stephen King said, he's going to punch him in the nuts. All right? He's going to punch, punch him in the junk. So, imagine a horse getting kicked in the balls. This is the energy that's coming your way. And you want to just know, uh, you know, hopefully you're not going to get kicked. You're going to see it coming. But a lot of people aren't going to see it coming. Right? The actual kick takes place on January. That's when Mars joins Chiron. Uh, Mars goes into Earth when he finishes his journey. The actual kick takes place on December 29th. Okay? But the only things Mars we feel a couple days before. Right? So that means the kick can happen the 26th, the 27th, the 28th, the 29th. So you just want to know that whatever was up for you two weeks ago, when, Mar- when Chiron's station is going to get whacked again this week. And your job, and when it gets whacked, is to go, oh, wow. Okay, that's the final, you know, whack kind of thing. It's not going to keep getting hit. It's not the last one. And then Mars is going to get it back into Aries and leave Chiron behind. And then in a couple weeks, month or so, Chiron gets off into Aries and leaves Pisces behind. But what I've noticed with a few people who are really Okay, and if you've got planets at the last degrees of the signs, anybody got 28, 29, Mars is there. So he's going to kick somebody because that's what he does. But more importantly, he's going to kick Chiron. 
because you're riding this nice old horse in the woods, right, and it gets kicked in the balls, and it, it throws you, <laughs> or it dumps you, you know, if you've ever seen those people follow up the horses, right? Um, so the job uh, is to know that because we're having this kind of crazy energy, that you're not crazy if you're feeling really attacked, or if you're just feeling really blue, Uh, it's, it's the deep timer finishing up a 49-year cycle. So this is not an easy wound. It's an old one. It's when you've had for a long time. If you've had your power of attorney over 49, you know what it is. If you haven't had it, it's whatever's making you roll around on the ground right now and feel bad. If you know where your Chiron is, it's the wound of that energy. So if you have Chiron in Aries, it's the wound of having to be first or feeling like, you know, with you know, the first guys, remember the old soldier movies when the British used to walk in order and the first one's in the front got shot, right? That's Aries. Aries, it's the fear of losing what you have. Uh, some wound with your siblings or your own communication or talking, cancer. It's the wound of the family, the mother, the tribe, not feeling like you have one. You know, it's the wound from your children, your creativity, from feeling you need to create, but what will happen if you do? And remember, whatever it is, you have to do it. But it just feels deep. Finding satisfying. Sometimes we call it a big health challenge. People with Virgo, Chiron, health issues they have to work on. Partnerships, relationships, and how you communicate, connect to the world as an equal, uh, as a shared partnership. Scorpio, it's about your sexual, your money, your taxes, your merging, your deep, deep feelings. A lot of times, Chiron and Scorpio is one of the harder placements because it's a horse caught in the mud, you know, a centaur caught in the mud, struggling, quicksand. I mean, it's not easy anywhere, but um, I've noticed in Scorpio it tends to be a little harder. Um, Sagittarius, you need to be free and be trapped, feeling like you're trapped and you can't be free, or feeling like you have to leave, you can't stay. Capricorn, um, it is a sign of work and authorities and having trouble with your authorities or figuring out authority and comfort. Aquarius, it's the the wounding from the group. And uh, working, and Aquarius is the wound from the group and the tribe and perhaps the sibling above you if you have one. Uh, the wound from, you know, community. Chiron and Pisces with Aquarius. Now the wound is being orphaned feeling alone, feeling abandoned. And so, uh, and also, who is, my, who is my mother? Who is my father? Where are they? Right. So I keep watching all these ancestry ads on television. You know, give the gift of family this year. <laughs> and I know about four people at this point. I had one, a client this, this week who had it. I have a couple other friends who had it. What they've done is interesting. They found out that the parent that they thought was their parent is not. And ancestry and 21 and me, 23 and me, whatever it is, 23, 21, whatever the Well, we still don't have results. You know, we, we, and here's the support group for people that find out that their parent is not their parent. And I'm like, wow, man, that's kind of cool. But that's how they do So I'm watching that and thinking, okay, come and come to the Mars there. All these people are going to get results now. But a bunch of people are going to get results. Here's your, here's your relatives. 
that your your family member is not your the parent who raised you is not necessarily the one you were you you know, and I was just kind of listening. Well, it certainly is the gift of God. You know, all over the place for fifty nine dollars, at least here in Florida. Um, so yeah, so many places at the moment. So Morris is going to come and kick it, right? And and he's he is in the last degree. He's Pisces in general, which means he's in the most Pisces of everybody that you have in your chart at age at degrees twenty eight, twenty nine, right? If you have planets there in the sky right now, um, you would have in the sky right now. The bad thing about not being at the bright right desk is all the accoutrements on the cell phone and the land phone and then here in Florida and whatever. Okay, so in the sky, Chiron is at 29. Uranus is at 29, so he's going to kick Uranus. Um, the nodes of fate are at 26, so he's going to kick those. And Pluto is finished. Uh, the moon, of course, is going to hit that point a couple times. So it's okay, okay, I got it, you know. Don't need to take it personally, just need to know. It's temporary, it will go away, I'll feel better. And if you have people that are hanging on by threads, please make sure to check in on them, because this is a hard week for them. It's a hard week with Christmas, but this particular Christmas because the Chiron is the last degree of Pisces, and which is the ending of the zodiac, right? The end of the zodiac. So he's really mauling on the people that aren't here anymore. The Christmas is past. The uh, story I remember when I was younger, my grandfather on my father's side was still alive, and he was 90. And we went to him, and you know, come on, Grandpa Christmas. He goes, no, 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay here. He was in a assisted living place because my grandmother had Alzheimer's and she was in a nursing home like next door, so he could go visit her. He's like, No, I'm gonna stay here. Um, you know, I mean I'm Christmas is past. I'm just gonna remember them. You know, bring me some bring me some turkey and some pie, you know, the next day. Which is what he did. He went over the next day with his presents and brought him turkey and pie. But he was like, It's just kind of a lot. You know, I'm gonna stay here. And I was like, you're not going to come for Christmas. You've had 90 Christmases. There's a lot of memories. A lot of memories. All the memories. And I'm like, okay. You know, so... All the memories. All memories. Right, people feeling real emotional. And Chiron and Pisces is going to be right through New Year's. Now, Mars, of course, is going to shift on the 31st out of Pisces. But he is finishing up a two-year cycle. So whenever he does that, whenever a planet finishes up a big cycle, we have a little rodeo where he takes you on what you've been working on for the last two years. So think about what you've been working on for the last two years. It's about to wrap up, and Mars is going to go into Aries and begin again, begin anew. So again, a lot of changing energy, but Mars in in the sign of emotion and feeling and deep, remember, oceans are deep feelers. Pisces is a sign of the ocean. It's deep feeling on the deep, dark, unknown. And it also is the 12th house, which is traditionally where sometimes we undo ourselves. So I've been doing my watchers and I've lost a little weight. And I come down here and um, I actually lost candy. Some people brought me candy. Some people brought me sugar. I went out and had some. Well, I don't think we're doing weight watchers this week. And I thought, you don't give it up for the whole weekend. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to. 
And so just watch where that little Chiron in Pisces trying and trying to uh, force yourself to do something. Like I did. I came home here and I went, you know, I should do some work. That's me. No, I'm just going to lay on the couch and I'm going to watch. I don't even know what I was watching. Um, some murder thing. And I, and I, you know, it was like the husband killed the wife. That was it. I was gone for like five minutes. Until four in the morning. Um, because you need your sleep. If you think you're tired, go to bed. You need your sleep. It's a little more exhausting. And of course, Pisces is So if you find yourself a little snuffly, a little runny, you know, runny parts, go get some sleep. And if you find yourself feeling, I was reading on Facebook, somebody said, you know, I've been so People, I mean, I'm on Weight Watchers, so it's not like I'm getting drunk. Uh, and you know, I've been a pudgy person for a while. The food is one of my drugs, actually. Um, indulge, you know. So if you're feeling that, double down on your self care. Get yourself um, uh, do that in security um, because it is kind of a little all right, so let's talk our moons this week. Um, our moons are running through Virgo, Libra, and Scorpio. So we have the we have the service energy of Virgo, partnership energy of Libra, and Scorpio. So right now, um, the moon is in Leo, and it uh, it entered Leo this morning around 11.59 a.m., and it's going to be in Leo going trying to Uranus, uh, going void with the trying to Uranus on December 26th at 10.37 a.m., Then it's going to be void for a couple of hours until 12.50 p.m. when it enters Virgo, and it's going to be in Virgo the 26th, 27th, 28th. And it goes void on the 28th at 11.27 a.m. These are all East Coast times. Uh, 11.27 a.m. with an opposition to Mars. So the Virgo, the 26, 27, 28, has a separating aspect, meaning Virgo. Even how you're serving, what's going on. Uh, Mars. And then, um, the government shut down, nobody getting their job back. Uh, then the moon goes into Libra on December 28th at 3.24 p.m., which is a forming of a union, right, starting a new journey. And then the moon goes opposite Uranus, another fight, on December 30th. So when people say to me, I want to go back to work till the next year. So there's fighting aspects all next week, all this week. Moon opposite Mars and then moon opposite Uranus. The moon goes opposite Uranus on December 30th uh, and leaves at 5.54 p.m. and then enters Scorpio on December 30th at 8.24 p.m. And Scorpio, through New Year's, I think we're back to work in the New Year. Um, with the those of you who are being affected by it. And uh, because of the oppositions, it'll be trouble. It'll be difficult to answer to solution to work. So I think we're looking at the New Year. And we're also looking at Mars and Pisces. You know, you know, people really need their paychecks. And uh, of course, what a great time to do it. Uh, 
game season, and then um, Kyle, you know, and the vulnerability that comes from not knowing when you're going back to work and when you're getting paid again. Uh, so that's kind of the energy of the move this week. Um, so forward and uh, just know it's harsh after Christmas. Christmas should be nice, the 24th through the 26th. And the moon trying Uranus. The moon is family trying Uranus. You have unusual families. Uh, Ancestry.com gifts of ancestry to your relatives. Just kind of know there might be a little explosion down the road. I just, I was chuckling at it on the TV. I'm like, wow, this is really, this really I actually, I got that. I bought that. I didn't realize I was right that way. But I did buy that because I wanted to get my pants spit before uh, the end of the week. I'm here. And I bought it. I bought thinking about giving them uh, to my other relatives, which I think I'm going to do. Um, I haven't decided if I was giving them that. What are you going to do? I think we all know our origin story, but just in case, we may be finding out some new stuff. All right, so the sun this week uh, is in uh, is in Capricorn, and it goes from Capricorn. Uh, he's zipping along in Capricorn in the early degrees. He went in yeah, this week on the uh, this winter solstice. Um, which is also the whole year. It's kind of a crappy chart, so I'm going to just do it for the next three months, just the next 30 days. But it really is a chart that invites us to uh, to figure out what we're doing. And um, and the energy is pretty intense in the sky right now, as you might have noticed. Uh, and interestingly, the tsunami, you know, certainly Chiron and Pisces, that scene where the um, the waves kind of came was active last week uh, when the tsunami hit. And I don't include her a lot. Um, she's an ocean goddess. And when she was discovered, there was a huge, right after she was discovered, there was a huge tsunami. Obviously, we've known about them for a while, but that was the one that killed like 200,000 people on Boxing Day in Indonesia, in Turkey, Thailand. Um, and I had an argument with a really pretty prominent astrologer, and I was kind of a baby back then, um, about Sedna being beautiful. And then we really learned about the ocean. So I've watched her. She tends to be active when tsunamis come. Um, and I'm paying attention for that one that's, you know, off the Cascadia Fault up north in Oregon area. Um but at uh, any rate, so she was active last week, and I noticed that, and I thought, sudden is active. I wonder if there'll be a tsunami. So when she is active, I didn't check the picture by declination, but the one on Boxing Day was a bunch of activity in the sky. So for those of you who are interested, go back and look at that one, and you'll see sudden is activity. And then this week, she was active again with this new smaller one. Um so I was thinking maybe I should start including Sedna in the in the weekly weather. Always up for the change, right? You know, he's looking and saying, "Well, maybe let's shift stuff." So this week the sun is kind of quiet. It doesn't every there's not a lot of things in the early degrees. So the sun is quiet, even though he's traveling. Parallel to let me get my glasses on. This is one of the other things. Is, hang on. <laughs> mm. 
the beauty of aging. You have to raise the glasses to read your computer screen. Um, semi, semi, sun is semi-square series on the 24th. Again, watching how much you eat or being aware of the food. And, of course, there's friggin' food everywhere for those of us on Weight Watchers. And, you know, Weight Watchers does not like flour which is what's around this season. Stuffing, pies, cookies. That's going to quadrate to Juno on the 26th, so that's a little bit of a separating energy. And then Sun is parallel Mercury on the 31st, so getting some new news or some interesting news. Mercury this um, week runs from um, 21 Sag through 24 Sag. So he's cleared his shadow last week. We're in new territory with Mercury. And this week he's going to zip along and kind of wake up all those Sag planets, uh, which the sun traced a couple weeks ago. So it's kind of the sun went through and made you conscious about it. Now you're going to talk about it. So Mercury is parallel to Jupiter, which is kind of a nice energy on the 24th, checking in with everybody, all the old holiday wishes with folks. Mercury says Uranus on the 24th, which is unusual or undifferent news. That's going to be around uh, 2.40. Then we have Mercury semi-square, square, sorry, Neptune on the 24th, giving us a dream or some new direction. A lot of energy with it parallel to Pluto and Saturn on the 26th and the 28th. Again, that's a little harsh. There can be a bit of breakup energy with this uh, this guy. So just kind of be aware of this guy's got a lot of um, kind of done with this, or I want to want to do something. And Mercury does have hard aspects uh, with Pluto and Saturn, which is about the structures in your life. And he also has a trine uh, sextile to Pallas Athena, giving us a good idea on the 29th. Uh, Venus joins Ceres on the 27th, a new creative project. Venus is opposite uh, Juno on the 28th. Again, an energy around relationship struggles or sex uh, Stress is not necessarily ending, but if I want to clarify what we're doing here in kind of conversation. And then Venus is sextile to Pluto on the 29th. So just uh, kind of a forward energy. And she's in 19 to 24 Scorpio. So the planets you have at those degrees are going to be aspected by Venus. Mars this week has a few aspects. None of them necessarily pleasant. But he does, uh, he's active, right? And he's running in the last degrees of Pisces. So it's kind of like a whale or a fish kind of sneaking up on you. Um, so he's kind of parallel Chiron, which is bringing up the wound, right? It's going to activate the wound on the 25th. makes people very sad. And he's also parallel Eris. Now remember, when aspects are happened by declination, which is what parallels and contraparallels are, it feels like the two even though they may be in very, very different signs. So if Mars contraparallel Uranus, we know he's going to punch Uranus, I'm sorry, contraparallel Chiron, we know he's going to punch Chiron later in the week on the 29th, but right now he's like arguing with him. When we get to the and then he comes whatever happens on the 25th. Similarly, he is parallel Eris on the 25th, which means he's really mad. Right? Eris is the goddess of discord. Mars is, 
his brother, her brother, and the two of them are really just in a, you know, they're joined together. There's a moment in Wonder Woman where she goes, Mamani. You know, and that's the 25th. I'm like, oh, that's kind of a mean aspect. Yeah, is she going to fight with your brother? And so, you know, that's the energy. Uh, and then Mars has an aspect to the North Node of Fate on the 27th and says, okay, you're good to go. This is the new direction. Go for it, right? Because he's trining the North Node because he's in Pisces and the North Node's in Cancer. So that's a nice aspect. But it also is a forward motion. Where are we going? What are we doing? Then, of course, he whacks on Chiron uh, on the 29th. Right now, we feel that we feel it. We should feel it before the 29th. So it's um, and then he is semi-sextile to Uranus. Kind of, what'd you do that for? Why did you do that to me? What was that about? Because remember, uh, Uranus is in Aries now. <laughs> so there's an energy of what you do that for. And then Mars goes into Aries on December 31st at 9.19 p.m., Christmas, New Year's Eve. Uh, and we'll have another podcast next week, but I'll, I'll review it. But this week, Mars in Pisces, in the last degrees, really, really sensitive. People are really sensitive emotionally. Just be extra kind. And just know, you know, if someone says something that really hurt your feelings, you should go to bed rather than fighting with them. Or if you fight with them, just know it may not be as uh, productive as you would like. Then, um, Jupiter is in a semi-sextile to Saturn. So the two of them are in each other's blind spots. Right? So from Jupiter's perspective, he's asking, um, he's, he's saying to Saturn, uh, you know, can you help me? And from Saturn's perspective, he's saying to Jupiter, no. <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing there? Why are you there? So just kind of realize that the two planets, depending, and usually people have a favorite. They either like Jupiter or they like Saturn. Sometimes they like both. But right now they're kind of having a discussion where they're thinking about things. And that's going to be on the 27th. And just kind of know, expand, restructure, restructure, expand, limit, grow. It's kind of one of those conversations where you can figure out how they work together. Then Neptune, of course, has an aspect to uh, Pallas Athena on the 26th, where she's kind of inspired, so that's helpful. And then Pluto is square to Pallas Athena on the 28th, which is kind of, uh, you know, we can almost see Pluto saying to Athena, hey, watch, there's going to be a big fight between Mars and Chiron in a couple of days. It's going to be fun. So Pluto and Athena are kind of talking, but not necessarily, you know, he's just kind of warning her, like, just pay attention to this. This is important. And in your world, pay attention to it. It is important. You're going to be using it down the road. Pluto is also sextile series, so he's in a really creative mood. That's going to be on December 30th, December 30th, and then on December 31st, he's trying to Juno. So he's like, okay, let's make those New Year's resolutions. And this is a good week to do New Year's resolution. Yeah, I remember when I was first learning astrology, my astrology teacher said, well, why would you make a New Year's resolution on a day that's not? And I'm like, that's an interesting concept because there's bad aspects on the 31st. It will work, huh, huh. I like that, I like that. So there's a new moon 
uh, next month on January 4th. And also Uranus goes direct on resolution on. Um, then Neptune this week is on uh, is playing with Athena in inviting you to dream a dream. Um, and Chiron is semi square Vesta, so your housing or your home or your clothes or something not really feeling like and then Juno is opposite uh, series, so there's an argument between but partnering and nurturing, and so you want to kind of work with that. Astrology, a great gift to give. Uh, you can get websites, uh, get certificates on my website for gift certificates. Also, gift of money towards a trip to Tuscany and coming studying with me in Tuscany this month. And also, there's a webinar. We have Rose put up 2018, and we're selling 2019, the year ahead, which will be offered, uh, I think, next week when I get back. Um, I don't know. It's in the calendar, but it's on the website. And in the meantime, you have a very Merry Christmas. And hopefully you enjoy your family. And Santa is good to you. And that uh, love and big hugs and take care of those who are having a harder time. It's a tough week. Lots of love to you. Big hugs. Bye-bye.